Welcome into Buccaneers Insider Live presented by Miller Lite. Casey Phillips and Scott Smith here. And again, this is where we take all of your questions. So if you have not already done so, go ahead and head into the Facebook live video and leave your questions in the comment section underneath. And of course, we also love always hearing where everybody's watching from. We haven't done that in a little while. So uh, yeah, go ahead and send us all of your questions while we give you guys a chance to do that. Um, we have we have a fair amount to talk about sure. already this time. But let's start with the Pro Bowl. Yeah, uh, that was the exciting start. news from, from last night. So in case people hadn't seen it, who are our Pro Bowlers? Well, Shaq Barrett who's the NFL sack leader, so that was predictable, but it was still good to see it happen. And then, uh, impressively, both Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and like you said, probably everybody watching this already knows this, but I think we probably talked about this on either on this show or some other shows along the way, and at some point it was obvious that both Mike and Chris were having Pro Bowl caliber seasons, and uh, I was asked whether I thought they could both make it. And I, I got to admit, for most of the season, I was kind of skeptical just because getting two guys off the same team at the same position, especially in the NFC, which has always been loaded with wide receivers like Julio Jones and Michael Thomas, I was like, could that really happen? And then I thought, well, since Mike Evans already has the Pro Bowl recognition, there tends to be some momentum for those guys, mm-hmm. right? So I thought Chris Godwin's going to be very deserving, very, very deserving, but he may not get it this year. Well, I'm very happy to be wrong on that one. So, And it's kind of – as the season progressed, and Chris Godwin didn't tail off at all, and, and he's second in the NFC and, and the NFL in receiving, it's kind of hard not to put him on there, right? So the voters yeah. did the right thing. Yeah, that's and, a great uh, point. It's the first time since 2008, the Arizona Cardinals, with um, Anquan Bolden and Larry Fitzgerald, which was another really nice duo, that a team has had two receivers make the initial Pro Bowl roster uh, and in the same year. That's a, that's a great point, and it doesn't mean that there haven't been two from the same team because you were talking about it's the initial yeah. roster, which brings us to the next point of we don't know the reserves or backups yet. So um, everyone was saying, oh, man, like, you know, Levante didn't make it or, you know, things like that. that we, we still don't know for sure how many guys are going to end up not playing, right. and therefore the initial roster is never the, the final right. because because guys are hurting. In fact, depending upon how Mike and um, – Chris's hamstrings go in the next month or so, it's possible they'll need to be replaced. Mm -hmm. Last year, Mike Evans wasn't an initial choice, but was like the next guy. So when somebody couldn't go, either because they're hurt or their teams continue on in the playoffs. Like if their teams are in the the Super Bowl, they're not going to go. So Michael Thomas, the Saints might make the Super Bowl. He's on the roster. He may not be able to go. So yeah, there'll be some replacements. You mentioned Levante David. That's another funny one because for all the years – until now, we always complain that Levante got a short shrift on Pro Bowl voting because he was classified as an outside linebacker, right? right. And so guys like Shaq Barrett, with all the sacks, took those spots. Mm-hmm. And so he only made it one time, even though he probably could have been to the Pro Bowl almost every season of his career so far. So, you're like, okay, now he's an inside linebacker. He doesn't have to worry about that anymore. Well, the problem is there's only two of those, mm-hmm. and the NFC has Bobby Wagner and Luke Keekley, who are legitimate stars, just like Levante. And, and now Levante's new to that group. So everybody's reflexively – not that it's bad votes for Bobby Wagner right. and Luke Keekley. I don't know if Luke Keekley had – I'm sure he had a great year. I'm not sure if he had Luke Keekley peak year this year, so it wouldn't have uh, been the worst thing in the world if Levante had leapfrogged him. But then, again, that's a possibility. Maybe Seattle goes to the Super Bowl – Bobby Wagner can't go, and we don't know the state of the, the uh, alternates right now, but maybe Levante gets in that way. And we we definitely hope so. And, again, for everybody that's upset he didn't make it, <laughs> vote more next year. That's, it, that's the most <laughs> well, we can but, do. That... Yeah, that's true. But, remember, they only the fans are only one-third of the One-third, vote. right. That's, but that's the only part we can have right. any control over. So we'll just, from <laughs> from starting today yeah. all the way through next year, we're going to yep. be on Team Levante, vote to the Pro Bowl But good job train. getting in both receivers. That, yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, that's. I mean, that, that shows that Bucks fans definitely showed up in, in the voting 
opportunity to, you know, to be able to get nice those guys in. You know, it would be nice if we had two Pro Bowl receivers available in the next two weeks. <laughs> that that would be handy. That would be so helpful. that actually will that's a perfect segue into our next topic, <laughs> which is all the contagious hamstring injuries. I just don't get it. Um, you know, it's it's. I think that we should just quarantine that group somewhere just in case it's like the common cold yeah, we're but finding then you out. You got to let them out on the field on Sunday. I know. So. so okay, so tell us our, our overall. We again, this is always our disclaimer that none of the injury reports have come out yet. Well, Coach, that's not true this week. Well, some th- we have some news, but not everything. We won't know all the injury news yet. We won't really know all the um, injury reports. It's a little bit a little bit different this week, thankfully, because they did have practice yesterday and we had a injury right, report. Right, because the game's on Saturday, so everything's moving up today. Yes. So yesterday was like a Wednesday. So tell us what we do know at this point in terms of roster moves, yeah. what the one injury report we have yeah. has told us, and, and where we stand. Mike and Chris didn't practice yesterday, and I don't think anybody expects them to play. Jordan Whitehead also has a hamstring. He didn't practice. Tanner Hudson has a concussion. He didn't practice. Donovan Smith didn't play last week. I know they're hoping he makes it back, but he didn't practice. Um, It was a walkthrough, so you kind of are approximating what they would do if it was a full-speed practice. So Jameis pretty much got to do – they're doing the same thing with him. We're progressing him not throwing with the football until later in the week. But since it was a walkthrough, they really weren't going to throw anyway. So he got to do just about everything. Uh, but again, those two, those three receivers are out because Scotty Miller got put on injury reserve with a hamstring injury, and uh, the team signed a pretty interesting player in Cyril Grayson, and I'm sure, uh, yeah, I got that right, Cyril Grayson, mm-hmm. um, Cyril, Cyril, uh, that, Cyril part maybe, not, that part yeah. I'm not sure. If uh, in Archer, the character's name Cyril, yeah. so maybe it's Cyril. Um, it's a, if you don't know much about him, you're not alone unless you're a uh, NCAA track enthusiast because that's where he's made his biggest name. It's an interesting thing. He he played high school football, but went but played track at LSU and was really good. I mean, I think he was a seven time All American. Yeah. Ran relays. I think he ran the mile relay and the four by four hundred relay. So obviously very very fast. And uh, but that's over now, and he's been trying for the last couple of years to make a career of it in the NFL, and he's. You know, he's shown enough to get signed by three or four different teams, and he's been on practice squads. He was in the Saints uh, training camp this year, and he played in all four games. And actually had some – he had like 170 receiving yards. I mean, I, I don't think he's just a speed guy. I think he can catch. But anyway, that's your fourth guy now and behind Brashad Perryman, Justin Watson, and Ishmael Hyman, Hyman, who himself was just promoted from the practice squad. So, you know. It's hard to know what to expect from that group. I, that's, that's a great point. Um, Yaj asked, do we expect to sit players for the remaining game? So I think he means guys that are healthy. Why? I, because, I think that because of the question is the idea that if you have been eliminated from playoffs to try to not get more guys hurt. Yeah, but, I mean, you don't have another game for nine months, mm-hmm. another real game. I don't think you play scared and think, well, if we let that guy play, he might tear his ACL. No, I don't think you do that. And plus, these guys actually – are invested. One, they can play spoiler, or at least they can delay the uh, division title for the Texans this week. And two, they want that six-game winning streak to finish out the season. You know, four weeks ago when we were talking about finishing out six wins in a row and and you're nine and seven and you're really encouraged, it's the best – finish to a season the Buccaneers have ever had, you're like, yeah, that'd be nice, but there's a reason why three and seven teams don't win six in a row. Well, we're four in. Yeah, it looks like a very big possibility, which would be great. John asked, who is the top priority to re-sign next season besides Winston? Oh, I thought he was going to say besides Shaq. I was going to take Shaq away from me. That's funny. I think Shaq Barrett would be the one. uh, I love continually hearing uh, coach and player being asked about this and them constantly saying, yeah, we want him here, and yeah, I want to be here. So you got two sides that want to get together. Uh, You know, it's not going to be easy to work out. He's going to get paid pretty well. I won't imagine the the potential NFL sack leader. Uh, 
I liked what Coach Arian said after the game, uh, the last game in Detroit, when he was asked about Shaq and the record and all that. And he said, he said, he said, I think he said he ain't going anywhere. He ain't going anywhere like that. So with a smile, you know, it's obviously a priority, and it should be. Yeah, and uh, Austin, I like this question. He said, with the wide receivers hurt, do you see Howard playing maybe more in a wide receiver spot like a Kelsey this week? Yeah, I could see it. Splitting him out, put him in the, you know, off the line a little bit more, put him in the slot maybe. Yeah, sure, that could happen. I think that Howard and Braid are expecting to play a lot and, and get more targets. I think we'll throw to the running backs more. And, yeah, I could see that. Uh, this is related to what you were talking about with re-signing Shaq, but that was basically who you think the top priority is. Matt wants to know, who all do you think we sign back next season that's a free agent after the season is over? Because there are so many yeah. guys that are up in the air. So if you had to yeah. pick how many we would get a chance to sign back. It's tough back. because you can't have them all. Mm -hmm. um, I'd, I think the next one on the list that I'd like to see us re-sign is Ndamukong Sue. Uh, you know, he's another guy that came here on a one-year contract. I don't know. Compared to Shaq, who's talked about it a lot, I don't know if Indomitian is as motivated to come back here or not. So mm -hmm. we'll see. Maybe he wanted to parlay that into another big term, con a long term contract somewhere. But that's what I'd like to see next. I know that Bruce talked about how um, much of a essentially almost, I don't know, measuring stick this game would be that a lot of people have said that, oh, they've won four in a row, but they haven't played yeah. anybody that's a, a big notable team and that Texans have been having mm -hmm. a good year. You said that they're in position to win their division potentially, and we know about that trio of wide receivers, Deshaun Watson, what all they bring. How much do you believe this game would be a measuring stick and what could we tell about if, if the Bucks were able to come out with a win, what will that say and, and show us about what they were able to do? Well, I mean, look at it. This is a good team, and you just mentioned uh, their their best qualities kind of like the Bucks when everybody's healthy I mean Deshaun Watson and the receivers that he has and their offense uh is really capable of a lot they, they also run the ball well Carlos Hyde has his first thousand yard season and and they're I think seventh in the league in rushing so their offense does everything well they're the they're one of the best teams in the red zone they're one of the best teams on third downs uh and we would have had a good matchup for them except for all the injuries right it could have been another shootout, which has been right. a common thing for the Buccaneers. Which has been very fun. <laughs> yeah, can we do that without all those guys? It's And so if you can, like you're saying, it's a measuring stick of a team, but a win in these circumstances, that would say a lot about this team, especially about their belief in themselves and the fact that they're not giving up. I mean, you could see we're not making the playoffs. We know that for sure. All these guys are hurt. I mean, you could see a team kind of go and, and maybe go into it without much motivation. Man, if you can get this win – that says probably more about this team than the previous four. That's a great point. All right, well, that's going to do it for us on this edition of Buccaneers Insider Live presented by Miller Lite. Thanks so much for being with us, and we'll be back here next week for our final one leading into the last game of the regular season. We'll see you then.